Welcome aboard, everybody. Vroom, vroom. It's Friday. It's draft for cash. It's your usual crew. It's me, Scott Steen, lead handicapper, winnersandwiners.com. In this square, to my immediate right on your radio dial, Chris King from the Just Parlays show. My partner and back to the window, Scott Reichel in the uh, in the bottom right. And serving for the game this week in our worst game of four square ever is Rye Cape. Rye, you're still not in the uh, you're still not in the in, in the intro yet. You're kind of like that guest star that came in halfway through the series, and they they don't put you in the credits until next. It, it would be but, like and, um, but it's good because you know it's everybody else, and it's like special star, or special guest star special and guest Rye. Yeah, yeah, special special <laughs> guest star Rye Cape. Exactly right, like the old. Uh, for, uh, you know, Canon or, or Mannix or one of those where they'd have these. Yeah, good old Mannix. Don't forget to uh, Banachek. Banachek, Barnaby Jones. There's a, there's a ton of them. So, hey, Rye, what's going on, buddy? How's your week going? I know you're a Phillies fan. It's got to be a good week for you, right? Yeah, I'm happy to see uh, the Phillies are doing well after Girardi's been gone. Were you were you happy about that before? But when it happened? Yeah, I, as I said, I don't think he uh, was the problem. He was too laid back for the team. Oh, okay. Um, all right, very good. You there, Rochelle? Yep. Were you talking to us? Yeah, I, I thought that he was going to say that he didn't think Girardi was the full problem, but oh. that was not what he said. Well, I don't think he was the full problem, but... There you go. Okay. I'll we'll close. see. All right. All right. Very good. I mean, sir, come on. Sam Fold is the GM of this team. I mean, really, you got a, a, what, a fourth or fifth outfielder that's running the... supposed to run this franchise? I remember him on the Rays. He played, like, once every three years. Yeah, I remember when he started with the Cubs, uh, and he basically was, you know, the pinch runner guy that you brought yeah. in late in games. What a great day. Fun. Chris and I spend five minutes talking about NASCAR. In the NASCAR show, we spend five minutes talking about baseball. This is just... I'm also surprised it? we're doing this live. I thought we usually record it, but I'm in. You know what? Somebody sets it up for us, and we're doing it live? We'll do it live. We're going then live. It then it'll be on tape again. So, <laughs> let's talk about last week, and we're not gonna, it, it's not going to take long, because it, uh, it wasn't the greatest week. Uh, Chris and Rye were able to cash with their favorites as Kyle Busch finished a disappointing second for Chris. Yeah, it was very disappointing. Uh, that last restart got you, buddy. And, uh, I blame Rochelle and Joey Logano. And Rye. Rochelle texted saying, oh, one more restart. Yep, yep, which was weird. Cause... Every time you text something when there's a race going on, something inevitably goes wrong. And I didn't jinx anything. Out. I just said there's one restart because there's about to be a restart. You said one out. more restart, which was weird because there hadn't been any restarts yet. But uh, Rye had Blaney. Blaney, a very workmanlike performance as he finishes fourth. So, uh, yeah, that was and that was the absolute highlight as nobody else on our board finished. I hit my matchup with Bell over Bowman. Chris hit his with Chastain over Elliott. Rye missed out on Briscoe over Reddick. And uh, Scott missed out on Chastain over Blaney. So our point standings after after that last race, we are uh, we're, we're doing it per week. Uh, it's a tight race here. Uh, I'm currently averaging 81.28 points per week. Reichel is at 81.14. Chris is at 78. And Rye... Just one week away. He's at 66 right now. And the money race is still led by Scott. He's up uh, 28 units. I'm up almost 15 units. And Chris and Rye still looking for that big one, that one win that turns everything around. So let's get it this week, guys. We're well, we won't see Chastain at, at plus 4,000 again anytime soon, I would imagine. So No, 
Nope. I believe uh, that that uh, it's it's like Presbyterian of college football. That is uh, it has come and gone. Those prices. See, Chris, though, unlike you, I won with Kyle Busch. Ooh. At a race where you said Kyle Busch said this was stupid. Yeah. I said him and Larson said it was stupid, so one of them was going to win, and they, one of them won. So, Rye, um, allegedly there's four experts on this show, but there's one guy with a, it's a little more experty than the rest of us, and that would be you. So tell us about this Sonoma track, how it matches up with the other road courses and what we're looking for this week. We know there's there's been a change in the track. You want to talk about that? Yeah, so uh, this road course actually runs more like a short track. Uh, we have 12 turns, 1.99 mile. Uh, we have elevation, uh, 160 feet worth. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of sh- slow with sharp turns. We're going to see a lot of tire wear. I think track uh, position is going to be key. Uh, yeah, so last two years they had the carousel. This year they'll be going back to the chute. Uh, I'd like to shoot better because it expl- seems like the carousel. Exp- explain that. What the difference the carousel is. makes it harder to pass. Okay. The carousel uh, is kind of a, a big circle turn kind of thing. Right. And the so you're sh- going through the chute, you're just going straight through. If anybody watched the Portland race for Xfinity last week, they used the chute. Okay. All right. Very good. They they ran at this track last week. No, nah, they ran at Portland, but oh, okay. Oh, you said track. yes, the Portland the Portland race makes sense that it wasn't run in Sonoma. I'm with you now, buddy. Uh, what short track would you compare this to, uh, Rye? Would would you consider compare it to a Bristol or yeah, Martinsville? Like more of a one more one of, of a short flat track like a Martinsville as opposed Correct. to a Bristol, the shot glass. Yeah, I think this is, we're going to see a lot of strategy this race. Okay, all right, uh, very good. Well, let's get it rolling, guys. Quick recap of how we do it: each of us will make three picks. Uh, we break it down around eight driver groups for the first two. I think there's eight in the first group, seven in the first in the second group. This time, we have a our first our first picks our first, our top tier picks are going to be the guys that we expect to win the race. They're going to be one of the favorite groups. The mid range picks will be guys that we uh, wouldn't be surprised to see them win the race, but certainly a top five would be expected. And our long shots. That's going to be the rest of the field, and these are the guys that if they win the race, it can make your season, as Scott and I can attest. But we would expect them uh, a good performance would uh, legitimately be in the top 10. So, and then, of course, we'll do our favorite matchup of the day as well. So let's uh, get it rolling. Let's see. Last week's last week's winner as far as the uh, the big deal in points, believe it or not, it's Rochelle. Yeah, I had a bunch of drivers who were okay, but not good enough to cash me anything. Yeah, well, we you and I had Chastain, and he finished eighth. Uh, the difference was I had Harvick in the mid and you had, uh, Christopher Bell who had a top 10 finish and you brought it home with, uh, Austin Dillon. You picked the right Dillon brother and he finished 15. So yeah, like you I was going to say, I, I didn't because he didn't finish top 10, but you know, whatever, yeah. I'll go, I'll go first with Yeah. You had th- three guys that finished 15th or better. So not too shabby at all. You're going to kick it off. Who you got for your favorite, my friend? So I had the setup, but just to spite Chris, I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. 
at 12 to 1. Uh, currently yeah, available. Despite me, I wasn't worried about Kyle Bush. Well, I'm saying because of what happened last week, so we'll see what happens. But I got him at 12 to 1 on Bet Online. He's won two races here before. He's finished top five in each of his last four races here. And if you look at how he's done in overall races, Kyle Bush has actually been very good. He's finished top three in each of the last three overall races, excluding the All Star race. So Kyle Bush seems to have figured out the next gen car. He's been driving well here in the past. And 12 to 1, you could shop around. There was a couple of 8 to 1s, 9 to 1s available. But I found a 12 to 1, so I'll gladly take the extra value. All right. Very good. I got you down for Kyle Bush. Chris, who you got? Watch Keselowski recommend on lap two. <laughs> the fix is in. Could happen. Chris, who are you going with this week? I'm actually going to go a different route. I'm going to go with Martin Truex. Uh, Truex has won here three times. In the last three races at Sonoma, he's finished first, first, and third. He's finished in the top five four of the last five times. The one time he didn't uh, was when he had an engine problem and finished 37th. Uh, Truex's race has good experience here. He's bound to turn in another solid outing. Uh, I saw him at DraftKings. He was 900 uh, I'm not sure if there's a better number out there because I didn't have a chance to look around. Knowing, yeah, I think knowing, knowing uh, Barstool, he's probably about plus 4750 because mm. we talked about how those numbers are seem to be ridiculously out of whack. Dang. I used a couple of Barstool ones for some props. So, yeah, uh, they're, they're definitely off. I had to get on board. All right. Very good. Martin Truex. So is he plus 4750 at Barstool? Unfortunately, no. Uh, it looks like 9 to 1 is basically the ceiling. Right. Who you got? Uh, I am also on Martin Truex. Uh, I got him at plus a thousand, but I took him on Tuesday, I think. So, okay, yeah. I'll take him at plus a thousand too, because that's what I put down. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, he's plus nine hundred at pretty much uh, yeah. every book. Right. Yeah, same thing. He's uh he's won here four times. This is his best chance to get a win this season. I think a lot of guys are be racing for points. Uh, he does have Cole Pern back who used to be his old crew chief. So I think he's going to go for the win uh, today. Also, uh, since 2017, not counting Sonoma, 2017, which the engine blew up, running second. And then Coda last year, he crashed in the rain. Uh, Martin Truex has an average finish of 3.2 on, on uh, road tracks. Very good. Well, it's a bad week for me to go last because I've got Martin Truex as well. I had him at plus 800. I'll happily bump him up to a grand with the rest of you guys. Scott, I don't know what you've been drinking, but this is... Uh... I, I knew Truex was the obvious pick, so I, I stayed away. Okay, good call. Interesting strategy, Cotton. We'll see how it works out. Well, Truex has been a hell of a bridesmaid this season. So yes, we'll see what happens. Well, that's also true. I'm surprised that... Well, no, I've, I guess I couldn't say that Steen... I'm surprised that Steen didn't take Larson because Larson's dead to him. I can't believe that Elliott's such a big favorite in this race. I'm really confused by the lines. I don't get it. He is, you want to explain to me why Elliott is such a big favorite? Well, because he's known as the road course guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he races well at, like, uh, what, the Roval and things like that. Just saying, though, you're getting two times the odds on Truex, who's dominated this particular track. It didn't really make any sense. Rye, what do you think What do you think about that? What do you think? Well, of... I will actually talk about Elliott oh, well, there a little you... bit later, sir. So. All right, there you go. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I agree he's with He's going to tell you he's a sack of crap and – Elliot's good, but I'm just saying, plus four. I mean, you go look around, plus 450. Like, really? 
Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, he been at plus six hundred, which I thought was ridiculous. And they haven't yeah, even done I qualifying. See, I see DraftKings yet, so. has him at five fifty. So. Just, and they haven't done qualifying yet, so I don't know why he's four fifty out of anybody. Truex being a, a favor wouldn't surprise me, but Elliot, interesting. Elliot. All right, Chris. Let's kick off the mids again. Want to remind everybody: these the guys that we kind of expect to see in the top five. Be really nice to see them win the race, and they could certainly do it. But uh, Chris, who who you got that's going to finish eighteenth this week? The weird part is that you've got he comes up in the mids and yours, but he's actually got better odds as a, in the long shots on DraftKings, and that's Kurt Busch. Oh, uh, he's plenty plus twenty five hundred on DraftKings. He's plus uh, two fifty in the top five. And if you look, you know. He's won here once. He's finished in the top five seven times, which is more than any other active driver. He's got 11 top tens in 20 races, which is also more than any active driver. Um, may he'll wreck his brother and make, make things more entertaining. Uh, but going back to 2011, he's finished first, third, fourth, uh, 12th, then second. Uh, and he's got two sixths and a seventh in that span. Never finished worse than 13th in the last 10 races here. So he's got a bit of a track record going for him. He's led laps uh, on six of those, six of those occasions. So I'll sure. take a shot at him, at, especially getting plus 2,500. Cause I know on the stats you sent yesterday, he was at plus 2000. Solid as a rock. Rye, who you got for your mid pick? Well, I got uh Christopher bell. Okay. Looks like we all love the Toyotas this week. Oh. Uh, I found him at plus 1600 for, outright and plus 250 for top five so he was uh 24th here last year but he is a great road racer uh his only cup career series win came at the daytona road course he finished third at coda in march and he was runner up at road america last july so i expect him to do well he's running really well at these tracks all right very good and he's a uh, he's a Stuart haas driver right no, he's Joe Gibbs. Oh, Joe Gibbs. Sorry. Sorry. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right. Very good. And that is uh, leaving it up to me. I'm going to take the old pro. I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin in that. Uh, yeah, I got the same guy. Yeah. We almost had diversity there. We almost had it. AT car. He's been extremely good on the road courses since 2019. Seven top fives, eight top tens. Did you just say the 18 car? Yeah. The 11 car. The 11 car. Sorry. I'm old. I already took the 18 car. I'm old. That's right. God. Old man yells at clouds. Everybody needs to keep their same numbers. That is just really annoying. Um, And I know he's had the 11 car for many years now. I get it. Kislowski in the two car. Come on, man. I know. I know. know. I hate it when that happens. I was a big Rusty Wallace fan. Oh. Not much of a Kislowski fan. Yeah, very good. Um, well, now he's got Mark Martin's cut number. So, you know, saying you got Sindrick, who it's like, oh, Kislowski won Daytona. It's like, no, that's actually Austin Sindrick. Well, I see, I see, I'll say a 22 car out there. And I think it's Ward Burton. So, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm a mess. And the one car, Steve Park. I mean, goddamn, I'm old. Steve Park. Uh, remember Steve? Where's the, where's the 33 school car? Uh, what number did he say you had on Hamlin? 18, but he's really 11. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, no, I've got, I had him at, uh, you mean the odds? I had him at 16. You got 18 somewhere? I saw 18 at bet on one. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, In fact, there was 18 at the sheet you sent us. <laughs> I was going to say, bet online is, <laughs> is the sheet he sends over. Well, see, I did the odds today. I did oh, okay. the odds as opposed to when I sent them. So I know, I knew there'd be changes. Um, Scott, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave you some talking points. Um, I know you've got Hamlin as well. He's the, the, the 
second most successful driver at short tracks in the last three seasons. So I like him in this spot quite a bit, and he's uh, running pretty well this year. So yeah, we'll take a we'll take a little a little spin with Denny. Scott, this is my this is my cue to talk. Yeah, who, okay. who do you have? So I got Hamlin at eighteen to one on Bet Online. You shop around, he's available at 12 to 1 on FanDuel. So, pretty big disparity there. I'll take the extra about 33% top of value five. on that one. You got him 175 or you got anything better than that? I found plus 250 on Barstool for top five. Fucking Barstool. Then, what the hell is Kurt Busch then on Barstool for top five? Plus 6,000? It's a great question. Uh, I'll look that up, but first, I got to get through my talking points. So. Hamlin, of course, has been very good recently. He's finished top four in three of the last four overall races, including the All-Star race. Hamlin struggled last week because Chastain kind of ruined his afternoon. I thought Hamlin actually had a pretty good car in that race. But he's finished top ten in each of his last five races here. I think he'll be towards the front. A lot of us have gravitated towards the Toyotas. I just know a lot of people are on Truex, so I kind of pivoted to the other Toyotas in the Joe Gibbs department. So give me Hamlin at 18-1. to yeah, well, it is the uh, it is the Toyota race. It is the uh, Toyota Save Mart 350. So, Ham Hamlin's also uh, trying to tie uh, Tony Stewart in Cup Series wins, and huh. uh, his his best his best finish was second place. And Tony Stewart's the guy who actually beat him for Tony Stewart's last Cup Series win. Tim Earl checking in, by the way. He says, turn left. Oh, dude, there's going to be right turns and left turns. It's going to be complete chaos. By the way, Timmy, congratulations to your Pirates. I, I think you're probably at the game. Uh, Got to work on that bullpen, my friend. But the uh, the offense certainly did their job. So congrats there uh, taking game one against the Texas Longhornies. Um, okay. so we've... By the way, Chris, what, what number did you have for Kurt? Top five? Plus 250. I found 265 on Barstool. You should be way the hell higher than that. If the, if these guys at plus fourteen and sixteen hundred are at plus two fifty and bushes at twenty five hundred, I'm gonna offer you two sixty five and you're gonna like it. I'm gonna take so plus six thousand because okay. I said so. Well, you might as well because he's not gonna he's not gonna cash for you, so it doesn't really matter. Well, uh, this is coming from the guy who just took a guy that who bagged on half the season. It's all about situational spots, my friend. Well, you took Harvick because he somewhat figured it out. Hamlin seems to have figured it out. So yep. there you go. Yep. All right. So that's going to let Chris kick off our, uh, our no, last. I kicked off the last round. What's that? No, Scott did. No, Scott. That's right. It's Rye this time. My bad. My bad. All right. Rye, who's your long shot this week? Last week it was Daniel Suarez. Uh, he, I had him as well. He ran really good for the vast majority of the race, ran into trouble late. I can't believe it. He crashed. Who would have thought? Can we? Uh, can we? I was shocked and outraged. He's, uh, he's staying off my cards from now. He on. has to be and cousins with Stenhouse Jr. You're dead to me. They have way too much in common with the way they drive You're cars. You're dead to me. He has Danny. to be related. So let's get, let's uh, give me somebody this week that's going to make the whole race, right? All right. So I'm going with Eric Jones uh, as an outright. It. He's plus five thousand, and he is plus two hundred as a top ten. Uh, for Sonoma, he leads all active drivers with a 12.8 average finish. Uh, that's in four races. Uh, as I said earlier, I think a lot of guys are going to be going for points to get into the playoffs, and this is a good spot for him to just stay in the mix, stay out of trouble. Uh, he has two top finish, top 10 finishes at Sonoma and was 10th a season ago. So I think he could get another top 10 here. I'll go second because I got the same guy. Yeah, I got Eric Jones. 
Uh, it was fifty to one on BetMGM. He was thirty to one on FanDuel. So once yeah, again, DraftKings Draft split split the baby. It was, he had a forty to one. Yeah, I said it before. These lines are all over the place. And what did you but see if for? Give me fifty to one for a guy that's thirty to one elsewhere. I'm definitely going to take the value on it. He's finished top eleven in each of his last three races here. He's finished top seven in two of his last three races, including the All Star race. Uh, he's plus two hundred to finish top ten on Barstool. But 50-1 to 1 for a guy who's been pretty solid on road courses and for a guy who's been pretty solid here, yeah, I think it's a good value play. Uh, what would you guys say you had top 10 at? 200. 200 even. All right, I had 210. All right, very good. Uh, all right, I'm going to go, and I'm going to take Alex Bowman at 2,800. Uh, Bowman has finished in the He's top. He's uh, 3,000 at DraftKings. 3,000? I'll take yeah. it. I'll take that extra value. Bet MGM took the odds down, so I'm, I'm in the dark. Okay, uh, somebody's gonna have to find me a top ten because I couldn't find a top ten for him either. But uh, oh, wait, a second, is that, wait, it's back. Hang on a second. You okay. said Bowman. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's only twenty two here, so that's not gonna help you. All right, Bowman's run very well at the uh, road courses. He's finished in the top ten seven of his thirteen road courses since two thousand nineteen, including a couple of top fives. Uh, probably a guy that's not gonna win the race, but like Ryan says, it's a good chance for some of these guys to make up some ground and pick up some points. I expect him to be relevant, stay, keep that car out of trouble, and at the end of the day, finish in the top 10, which pays anybody at all. Uh, let me see what Barstool has, because they're drunk half the time. Yes, very good. <laughs> a, a shiny nickel. Uh, Bowman, Bowman, Bowman. DraftKings is dead to me. I see him at plus 105. Okay. Not exactly sneaking a fastball by him, am I? I, well, I haven't compared it to FanDuel and the other books. But... Yeah. Okay. All right. Very... I'll look it up now, though. Very good. Uh, while you do that, Chris, bring us on home. Tell us who you got here. I'm going to go way off the board. I'm going to go Eric Almarola. He's plus $72 billion. No, really, plus $10,000. Um, he has got two top ten finishes and nine runs at Sonoma. Ryan was talking about how short tracks could be beneficial. He ran well at Martinsville earlier this year. Uh, finished eighth. He's coming off a, a fifth place run last week in uh, in St. Louis. When you get down here, like you said, it's basically a dart throw. He needs to get pick up some points and come out or break out of that disappointing slump he had, starting with you know Atlanta, where he didn't finish higher than nineteenth in five out of seven races. Um, so I'll take a shot up with Almarola here, see what he can do. You got a top top ten number for him. <laughs> No, let me see, because I don't see him on DraftKings. That's my problem. Here. I've been using DraftKings for top 10s, and they've taken away the last couple of weeks. So. Almirola, I see, plus 275. Very nice. Yeah, that would Fantastic. Track. That would track. That's courtesy of Barstool. Of Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim, says, Tim says, by the way, he says, job ain't done. Need one more win. Absolutely. Um, he was at the game. It was awesome. Yeah, it looked like a great environment there. Tim's going to be in, in Disney World for the uh, College World Series. Uh, Rashad, you want to fly out to Omaha watch the World Series with me? Omaha. Omaha. Uh, let me check my schedule. Somewhere in, middle, somewhere in know, middle America. I know you're not doing shit. Chris, I'd invite you, but I know that you're... Well, you didn't help me move, so why would I go with you to Nebraska? you got to stay there and sweat. Well, because I'm not moving. You That's know, fair. You don't have to move anything, so... All right, let's talk about... Are, are, are good seats still available? Let's talk about... Uh, uh, no. I mean, yeah, for a price. Is it like the Little League World Series where you, there's like a, you can just bring some type of like mat and just slide down the, uh, the hill? Uh, they've got a berm there. Yeah, they do. It's good a, enough. They do have a berm. All right. They still they still play at Rosenblatt Stadium. No, no, that's they, too bad. They built the the new place. 
or the uh, right. So it takes all the tradition out of the, the Storm game. Chasers play. Yeah. Rosenblatt Junior Field. It's a nice. It's a nice. Sta- it's a nice stadium. But I, I'm with you, Chris. I do prefer Rosenblatt. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I got Hamlin over Chastain. Kids getting plus money on that at plus one hundred five. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, about Hamlin and how good he is. I usually try to split my drivers, but I really like Hamlin on this track. I think it's I think it's his weekend, so I'm going to take him in the matchup against uh, Ross fucking Chastain, who's dead to me right now. So uh, I'm going to take him uh, Hamlin over Chastain plus 105. Rochelle, what do you got? So I'm going to go with another plus money play on the matchups. It's going to be Austin Sindrick over AJ Allmendinger at plus 108 on Barstool. Allmendinger is one of the favorites for this race, and I have no idea why, because he has finished 35th or worse in four of his last five races here. Why yeah, that, he, that, that was the one I, I had picked, too, was Cindric uh, over Allmendinger. I, I, I just don't get why Allmendinger is, A, a huge favorite in this race. I know he almost won the race earlier on the road track, but he's been yeah, terrible he here. than last week, too, so... Yeah, but he's also Allmendinger is basically the quintessential you know, 4A uh, driver, basically. He's a yeah. ringer. I, I get it's the spot for him to be here, but he's been terrible here in the past, and he's finished 20th or worse in five of his first six starts of this season, excluding the All-Star race. So he has not really been good at all whenever he's been on the track, especially here over the last couple of years. And Sindrick is a bit inexperienced, but he's been very good on road tracks in the Xfinity series and in the past. But plus money? Fading a guy who drives basically once every two months, I'll take the plus money. Look at that. I, yep. beat, I beat the big ringer. I beat the big ringer. Anytime, any day, anywhere, sweetheart. Can you guys, though, explain to me why Almondinger's odds are that low? I know that he's a road course expert. Yep. But he's been so bad at Sonoma. Why is he, like, b- lowest of the five? I, I just don't get it. He's, he's one I of the think, five I favorites. think he gets very lucky on road courses. The ones that he wins – Something always happens. Like that Indy road race last year, he just got lucky to be where he was at the end, just passed everyone by. Same thing with Portland uh, this past weekend. I I just don't get it. I mean, he's he's been so bad here. I I, I gotta I'm gonna I have I have to fade him. I mean, it's just how I look at it. Okay, very good. And that brings us back to Rye. Rye, bring us on home. Get us out of here for the week. What do you got? Yeah. That was the first one I was looking at with Cindric over Almond Digger, but I actually went over uh, Chastain over Elliott at plus 120. Uh, so the fact that Elliott is the favorite, I think we get a better price here. And as I think, he only is the favorite because he's a road course king. Uh, he's the most popular racer. But uh, yeah, he's never won at Sonoma. Yeah. Uh, and it, he really hasn't been racing well recently. Yeah. So I don't expect him. I, I expect him to be in the mix. I just expect Chastain to be better. Uh, Chastain was fourth at Coda in March. Uh, he won his first Cup Series at Coda this season. And I don't buy the scared racing. I think that's why they're matched up with him because of the drama last week. But uh, I, like, I like Chastain. I just okay. find it funny that Elliot's the consensus favorite and he's never won on the track. <laughs> I right. think it's just kind of funny. But Well, and apparently we've all learned our lesson about minus plays. We all took, for the first time all season, we all took plus money matchups. So, very good. Very good, guys. All right, just recap uh, real quick. I have Martin Truax as my favorite at plus 1,000. Denny Hamlin as my mid-pick at plus 1,800, 250 for the top five. 
and Alex Bowman plus 3,000 plus 105 for top 10. Rye, want to recap your picks? Yep. So I have Truex at plus 900. I have Bell at plus 250 for a top top five. Okay. And then uh, Eric Jones plus 200 for top 10. And then I have Chastain over Elliott plus 120. Very good. Mr. Reichel. So I got Kyle Busch at 12 to 1. I have Danny Hamlin at 18 to 1. He's also plus 250 to finish top five. I have Eric Jones at 50 to 1, and he is plus 200 to finish top 10. And I have Sindrick over Almondinger at plus 108. Chris, get us out of here. Well, like you guys, I took Truex as the favorite. Uh, did we say we were putting him at ten to one or nine to one? Uh, let's go. Let's go nine to one. I think that's the today well, that's odds. That's just bullshit. Uh, uh, then I went with Kurt Busch, who was going twenty-five to one, uh, and then Al Marola, who's about six billion to one, and then I'm going to take Ricky Rudd to beat Dick Trickle. He also has Cindric and Almondinger, by the way. For- yeah. All right, there you go, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us here on today's show, whether you did it live, whether you did it the day of the race. Maybe it's just hours before race time right now. Whatever, we appreciate the listen. If you you can't get to a computer, you don't want to watch the video, you're out in your car, you want to check us out, we're available in podcast form as well. You can find me and Chris doing our thing every day, just parlays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, Monday through Friday, Scott and I do back to the window at 3 p.m. every Monday through Friday uh, on the Max Wagers Network YouTube channel. Rye, I know you're here with us every Friday. Where else can we find you around? I know you do some stuff game uh, the, the day of the race, right? Yeah, I, I do a show to NASCAR report at noon on Sundays, unless the race is Saturday, then I'll do it sometime Saturday. But, uh, yeah, you can find me everywhere at Rye there you go, at Rye Cape, W-R-Y-C-A-P-E, one word. He's available on all the social map uh, media platforms under that handle, so check him out. Guys, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. We'll see you all next Friday. We'll compare notes. We'll see how we did and uh, probably keep making fun of each other. Um, so, yeah, it should be a fun race. Get a, little, uh, get a little right turn action mixed in for this weekend, so it should be a blast. You guys take care. As always, thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you next Friday, as we all try to draft for the cash. See you then, guys. In what world does green and white spray paint make black? That is so funny, man. All right. No uh, no race next weekend. No race for Father's Day. That's right. That's yep. right. I, I'm so- uh, There's a few guys uh, in a truck race from the Pup Series 